Welcome to Reactivators, the podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective, and maybe meet some characters along the way. As you may know, my co-host, myself, and our guest are Reactivators. We react to the games we invade. We are Reactivators. I'm your host, Mr. Triple-A, the COD King, Nick Funko Stanza. Joining me, as always, my fearless co-host, <laughs> Baby Tyler Schnupp. Wah, wah. Oh, new catchphrase. Yeah, brand new. Never said it before. It was right there the whole time. Baby Tyler, how's games? Games are good. Um, I... I started playing my first Final Fantasy game ever. I'm playing Final Fantasy IX. Oh, interesting, because we're recording a podcast on Final Fantasy VII next week. <laughs> yeah. And you haven't started it, it sounds like. Uh, well, I guess I played the Final Fantasy VII remake, but I got okay. I got, I got got housed by a house. You got housed by a house? A living yeah, house? A living house. It pissed me off. I stopped playing. <laughs> it is a beautiful game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, friend of the show, Michael Hearn, let me borrow his copy. It is, boy, it's just gorgeous. You know you can get that for free on PlayStation Network? Is that true? Yep. Right now it's free? <laughs> yep. I borrowed an in-person copy that's, somewhere. <laughs> that's very sweet of him. It was very sweet of Hearn. Okay. Uh... <laughs> well, that's what I've been playing. And I played the old one, too, and I kind of like the little cute polygon models. Yeah. Uh, I never played it. Never played the original. Spent money on that one. Could have just got the new one for free. Yep. Okay. Well, we have two fantastic guests today. First up, a hilarious comedian from Smosh. It's Garrett Palm. Hi. Garrett, how's games? Uh Oh, man. I haven't played many video games in a little bit i played a board game yesterday counts okay yeah. i played lords of Waterdeep. it's a uh, uh work replacement style game set in the DD universe work replacement style game yes so this is a style of uh board game where you have little people that you then put on the board to do different jobs and collect things so kind of like the original warcraft or starcraft but in board game oh. form I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, we have another amazing guest. She's sitting right next to you. <laughs> what? Ah, I'm gonna stab you. From the UCB Herald team, bitchin', it's the hilarious Rachel Van Ness. Welcome to the show. Woo! Thanks for having me. <laughs> Bringing the party. Rachel, how's games? Games are good, except yesterday when I also played the game Garrett mentioned, I lost the game of not letting Garrett get to me. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah. Is this a competitive situation? I like to play the heel <laughs> a lot. And uh, Rachel does not like for me to play the heel. Okay, and the heel, this is a pro wrestling term. You kind I, of yeah, are yeah. The, the the bad guy sometimes. The self-elected villain of mm. the group. <laughs> yes. Right. And Garrett's the group like is you too. 
Um, <laughs> I am New Day, yes. I don't know much about wrestling, but... I don't either. I know okay. New Day, and I heard yeah. they are heels. Okay. So. Um. Uh, well, who ended up winning? Garrett beat me, which sucked. But our friend Katie Michaels, who yeah, is... I, uh, I don't know if anybody watches... Uh, Dungeon Run. Dungeon Run. Uh, she's from Dungeon Run. She won. Oh, okay. congrats, Katie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out to Katie. Congrats. Out to Katie. <laughs> Thanks. She earned it. She uh -huh. played a she great did. game. She did play a good game. And I was like pretty far behind most of the time and then came pretty close at the end. But uh, Now, y are you two video game players? I am. Kind uh, of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I go through my phases. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, usually I'll fall into a sieve hole oh, or there. yeah, or a city's skylines hole, which is like a more advanced version of, um, SimCity Ooh. or I'll fall. I was playing Valheim for a little bit over quarantine. I've heard of this game Valheim. Oh. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah. Uh, it hit everything I wanted. Cause it, it, earlier in the quarantine, I was playing fallout four and mm. Uh, Valheim hit everything that I wanted Fallout 4 to be, which is like, I really love the building games. Like I run around, like Minecraft, I really liked uh, for a little bit, but I kind of got to the point, like, what's the point of this? Valheim, there's a point where it's like, it's a bit of Minecraft. You're, uh, um, you're a uh, Viking in the afterlife, trying to, in purgatory, trying to get to Valhalla and by defeating these uh, demigods, I guess. And uh, between beating the demigods, you have to kind of like go around and like mine and plant stuff and build a house. And okay. uh, as you defeat each demigod, you level up, like you, you enter the bronze age, you enter the iron age, you get like steel and uh, you get better tools to build and uh, build better weapons, but you have to to build better better weapons. You have to build better like pickaxes and forges and go around. And you can get on a server with your friends, so you're all building houses together and like building a little uh, uh, like a bunch of outposts around this gigantic map. It's sweet that it's like a little life balance game. Like you can't fight the monsters unless you have a good home life. Mm. You know. Yeah. I love that. That sounds right up our alley for sure. Oh. If uh, I was playing with a bunch of Smosh people who jumped ahead of me because I didn't have as much time. But if you ever get a server going, I'd be down to jump in and, and play with you guys. Hey, maybe future stream material right there. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned Fallout 4. Yes. Refresh my memory. This game begins with uh, you pick one of two parents and you have a baby and you go into a fallout shelter and then atomic bombs destroy the world. Yes. She's talk I... about a nuclear family. Oh boy. <laughs> You're faking that. You're faking that. I was no, I was laughing at Tyler's oh boy. <laughs> no, you're faking that. You're faking okay. that. You were stifling was... laughs at my joke. I, I was wondering how long Nick had that in his back pocket. Yeah. This is the thing is like, that Nick knows what Fallout is. He yes. yeah. <laughs> you sneaky bastard. Um I and for and for everybody here, I it turns out I think I am the heel of this show. So. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. 
what is the heel counterbalanced by? Is it the face? I don't know. Uh, the palm of the foot. The palm. Yeah. yeah. The big toe. <laughs> big toe. Right. The big, big toe. toe. Look, in life, you're either the, the heel or you're the big toe. Yeah. 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 The ankle. It feels about right. But I grew up playing the original Final Fantasy. So to take it back to what you guys Ooh, yeah. were talking about. Because I'm I... old. So, okay. I've... Yeah. <laughs> Which is completely fine. We Thank all, you. we're all getting old. We're all yes. Did you guys know how old he was before you booked him? <laughs> or did he just sneak on? <laughs> no, but we're cool with it. We're, we're fine with old guests. You're, you're okay. Because <laughs> I was yeah. like a, you know, I was a kid when the original Final Fantasy came out. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Wow, this was 40, You're not gonna... 50 years ago. <laughs> Honestly, that range is right. <laughs> uh, we love you, Garrett. You're great. Thank you. And for an old and cool. Yeah. And, um, and we also love we we also love our other young guest. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, but that goes without saying. <laughs> well, because I'm in the. 20 to 30 range. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, now, I wanted to mention to both of you because we are in a fantasy book club together. Mm. Mm -hmm. We yeah. are. Where every month <laughs> the goal is to read one pre selected fantasy book. And <laughs> where every month I read three chapters of the selected <laughs> fantasy book. And then. And then uh, because I've finished it and complained the whole way. I'll be like, tell me what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I run through the audiobook at 1.6 times speed. I found that that's my uh, best area because any faster and it sounds like chipmunky and any slower and it's so boring <laughs> no it's fine we've had we've read some interesting stuff i'll say that yeah. but the reason i brought it up is because uh we are currently reading a series of stories from uh a little known uh series called the witcher yeah a Tyler, video game this, hear about this i i know it's a video game <laughs> um, you know it's a netflix show i did also know that you know saw, a lot of things yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Who stars in the show? Do you know that? Yeah, a guy with the big nose. Big nose? That's what nose. you see him wow. and think Am I of? wrong? He's got the chin. Butt chin. He's got yeah. the big That's, chin. He's Superman. That's, I almost said Superman, and I was like, I might be wrong. Nick's going to kick my ass. I might come over there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so you went with big nose. I went with big nose, which was the <laughs> only feature that is not correct. I think that I. Could've... He has a very dainty nose. It's dainty. Yeah, yeah he's got like a. I'm, I'm yeah. wrong. I, I pictured him wrong. Big World of Warcraft fan, Henry Cavill, future guest on this yeah. show. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to pimp him into being his Mission Impossible Seven character. Um, I don't know how we would do that. We don't do improv on the show. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, by the way, guys, we don't do improv on this show. Oh, we hate improv. in that's, fact, we hate it. That's not what I was told when you booked us. Sometimes we'll say things to get you in okay. the room. Mm. Gotcha. Gary, you're kind okay. of a big get for us. <laughs> well, First old because most of your, yeah, most of your friends are past 
so in this fantasy book club, we got past reactivators guests Casey Rosario and Courtney Venez. And uh, has anybody started The Witcher yet? No, <laughs> no I was so afraid you were going to ask about yeah, it. I have not yet. If I, he, I'm, I'm going to ask about it, but big, if he has a big nose in the book, y'all have to let me know. We will. <laughs> we, will. we will. Don't worry. Um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because, uh, well, first off, I also haven't started it, so that's fine. But The Witcher is kind of infamously adapted because even though the games are super popular, the creator has battled with the game companies over residuals, and he at one point claimed to hate video games and this and that, and it's a long, uh, as uh, Maz Kanata from The Force Awakens would say, a long story for another time. Uh, but okay. I know that you, Garrett and Rachel, have both read some fantasy books. And so yes. my question is, if you were uh, going to have a book adapted into a game, what what book would you want to see adapted into a game? That's the question. Oh, interesting. What book would you want to see My first game? thought uh, is the... I, I'll never say it right, but the Dritz Doerden Chronicles. Okay, tell us about that. Uh, it's set in Forgotten Realms, the D&D world, and it's about a dark elf who realizes he's not evil and leaves the dark elves and tries to, to go up into the world above, and uh, nobody likes him there because, you know, he's a dark elf. Uh, it's probably now very problematic, mm -hmm. but uh, growing up, I loved it. Okay, and you want to see this problematic thing in, <laughs> into a game? Yeah, he could pick any <laughs> fantasy book. Can you pick that one? <laughs> Is there something about the book that l might lend itself to a video game form factor? He's like super good with two swords. Okay, <laughs> and oh, he's got hell yeah, and he's got. Uh, he's <laughs> he's got a big jaguar buddy. Whoa, Ooh. that's cool. And so he fights a bunch of people. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he's super good with two swords. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be perfect for a video game. For a video game, yeah, yeah. Two swords, pretty classic video game. Trip. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, how about um, you, Rachel? So now I'm more of a party game gal. Yes, typically. she more recently bought a video game than me. Yeah, I bought DDR for the PS2. Whoa. Uh-huh. Along with two pads. Along with two <gasps> pads. Party at my house. <laughs> that, um, that is badass. Yeah. Honestly, I I it felt like such an act of self-love that like almost like on par with nothing else I've ever experienced. Cause to like go through the trouble of tracking all this stuff down, like took 10 minutes, which was more than any other self-care activity I do does. Okay. This is very exciting. <laughs> um, but so I'll preface this with like, I probably wouldn't play this game because it would be too complicated, but I think people would love this game is I would do the City of Brass mm. is a video game. Mm -hmm. And the City of Brass is set in the world of the djinn. Um, and different djinn are, djinn are like genies. And they're from different. Oh, Tyler's ears perked up. He didn't, he thought he could drink it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because 
You drink a lot, right, Tyler? Uh, yeah, in, in fact, that is true. And I did not realize I became the drunk of the show. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, bottoms up. All your uh-huh. up. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh, uh, I was going to say, so uh, there are like seven different clans of gin. And so, like, you know, you can kind of think of it in terms of Avatar, where they're like from these different factions. Ooh. And then there are also like big Arabic monsters you have to fight, which is very yeah. cool. So I think it would be a combination of like, what what was that game I used to play with my brother? Dark Rune? Is that Dark Crescent? Dark Rune? I don't know. It's like one of those games where you would kind of like level up your magic and level up your sword fighting and like, yeah. you know. Role playing. Yeah. Role playing. Yeah. That sounds that, great. That would be the game. The JRPG. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, I like the mythology aspect of the book. So it would be like a better Prince of Persia. Mm. Ooh. Coming for Mm. you, Prince of Persia. Wow. Hey, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm -hmm. Watch out. Yeah. Also Uh, Trail of Locusts, I think would be fun. You already messed up. Yeah, I did. Okay. never mind. (laughs) Well, I get Storm of Locusts. Trail of lightning. Trail of lightning. Storm of lo- storm of locust. Okay, give us a log line. Uh, it's uh, set in post-apocalyptic Navajo territories, Ooh. and it's a Navajo DNA uh, monster hunter. Okay. Well, anything problematic through. about it? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so I know it's a weird choice for me, <laughs> but I'm compensating. Uh-huh. <laughs> The, there are two that came to my mind. The one I wrote down as my personal answer is the book series Aragon. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, I don't know if you, y'all are familiar with Aragon, but it was written by a teen author, mm-hmm. and it kind of is a one-to-one ripoff of Star Wars. But... It's about a, a boy who finds a dragon and he raises it and he can telepathically communicate with it and it follows all the beats of Star Wars, the hero's journey. I think it might be fun. It had a misfire of a movie in about oh 2006. <laughs> I was talking about this movie recently where it's like, that's the movie that proved like you cannot make a fantasy movie without a budget. Like you have to have <laughs> a huge budget. Otherwise it looks so, it's like, did you see Ella Enchanted? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's those are in the same family of like terrible fantasy movies. A little too cheap. So cheap. <laughs> uh, but I think that might be fun, especially the element of uh, raising your dragon, like a you finding a little Yoshi in Super Mario oh. World. Mm. Um, but from our fantasy book club, even though we didn't really love this book, Imagica. That would be an book, insane game. That would be yeah. It's like a 900 page book it's got a sprawling universe i could see a version of it that's like the new god of war game where you're in uh a realm of norse mythology and you can travel to different locations uh different realms you go to the giant world and the dark elf world um and magico is very well thought out and might lend itself to that medium if yeah, i was you... playing it and i could uh shoot stuff <laughs> i might yeah. enjoy it more than reading it <laughs> yeah you get to travel around clive barker's dream worlds yeah <laughs> yes which is uh, what it was because he wrote it from his dreams uh, Tyler, can you hear us? 
yes. Oh I might gosh. be on a lag. You are, for sure. Um, okay. Let me leave and come back. Okay. Poor Tyler. Poor Tyler. Poor Tyler. Because I was no. worried he wasn't reacting to... It's the... almost as if he was the only one who wasn't in the book club. Would I know. Book club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. How's it going? <laughs> Nick I'm is excited. so casual. I know. So casual. <laughs> I'm excited to read The Witcher. I have it on I my know. Kindle. I need to get it on my Kindle. Still. Yeah, I'm working I, on it. Yeah, I've I've just been reading another book. I'm into it, and I you know I like started reading a different book in the after I finished the last one, and I'm only like I've read been reading it forever. I'm only like 25 percent of the way through. So oh. I need to put what is this book? Uh, trickster makes his world it's uh nonfiction. it's about the trickster gods and uh yeah uh, that's kind of all over the place with about the trickster gods but kind of starts off like talking about all the different trickster gods the similarities all over the world and trickster gods and then like what we can learn from the trickster gods Mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of stuff that like you know, trickster gods are often the storytellers and, you know, stories are lies and you need to embrace that. That's uh, fun. Yeah. Because it's also like the, like, to tell a good story, you have to lie. Yeah. 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 I'm reading, uh, it's so sad. I'm reading a book that's 150 pages. Still have not finished it and have but been working on book. it for two weeks. But it's, uh, it's called The Time Machine Did It and it's by the Simpsons writer who wrote like 59 episodes is that you... john Schwartzwelder? yeah yeah, yeah. okay uh, yeah, amazing writer it's a it's, very funny book it's so funny i'll just like read garrett excerpts yeah. sometimes but i'm enjoying it awesome uh tyler what are you reading oh boy <laughs> um first off am i coming in okay yes yeah perfect um i'm excited for none of this to get cut yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, what am I reading? I don't know if I want to say on the pod. Okay. What? Uh, wow. Is it dirty? <laughs> yeah, it's freaking strictly magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a magazine only diet. <laughs> literature. Uh, well, Tyler, what would you want to see adapted from fantasy story into video game? I was trying to think the whole time. For, I I I don't read many fantasy books. Um, uh, okay, dude, what are you a jock? Yeah, <laughs> he just reads sports books in magazines, yeah. ESPN magazine. <laughs> That's right, or the other ones. I'm not saying. I'll just say it's a yeah. Sports Illustrated style. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if any of those were actually in a video game, that'd be pretty safe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a hot model, pose it on the beach with a volleyball, and I want points for how good pretty I look. <laughs> That's right. There might be a game like that. Uh, it's called Pokemon Snap. Pokemon oh. Snap. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's time for our first segment. Dragovich, Kravchenko, Steiner, all must die. Enemy AC-130 above. RPG. Bloody Yanks, I thought they were the good guys. Ramirez. Duh, I know a place. Welcome to Costanza's Call of Duty Corner, where I talk about all things COD. 
Ooh, I mixed it up a you, little bit. You changed it up, and 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 the guests could not believe it either. I cannot look at them. <laughs> that, that was a treat. So you just did a clip reel in live time? I did. I sure did. Uh, look, I've been trying out some different segments lately, but I needed to resurrect the Call of Duty corner because some news broke this week. The actor, who I'm not going to name, who portrays the character of Ghost, you may have seen this person in marketing materials, he wears a mask that looks like a skull face. He has been fired from Call of Duty Warzone after he went on a Twitch stream and said some naughty things. <laughs> that oh, might like the be the rest of the fans of Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, look, he solidified himself as a member of the community. <laughs> <laughs> but that was his mistake. <laughs> <laughs> he was punished for it. And naughty is underselling it a little bit. He said some misogynistic things and uh, just not not great. So the reason I want to do this segment is because I am a ghost fan. I have been since the character was introduced, played by a different voice actor in Modern Warfare 2 in 2009. Uh, I have spent too much real money on skins in Warzone to play as this character. And yet, I am now boycotting him until a new actor is chosen because I stand in solidarity with the giant mega corporation that is Activision. <laughs> uh, I would love if they brought the original voice actor, a guy named Craig Fairbrass. He was so good. He was in the first three games, all as a different character, I ruled. But the reason I wanna do this segment besides discussing this awfulness is I wanna talk about being replaced so i'm curious rachel and garrett if you were replaced in a game or a media project or you know canceled who would you want to replace you oh wow, wow. that's such a great question are you asking me if i were to be fired from smosh yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Wink, wink, me. who would replace yeah. <laughs> In the one video I'm in a month. And his name has to start with Ick and ends with a stanza. <laughs> <laughs> but any thoughts? <laughs> I know, I'm thinking. I know. I'm this is... That's a great question. Yeah, it's uh, I'm actually surprised. This is uh, this is the most engaged I've been in one of Nick's Call of Duty <laughs> segments in a, in a long time. Well, we all think. Oh, go ahead, please. I know who I would pick. OK, hit us with it. I'm pretty sure I would want to be replaced with Chris Hemsworth. Really? So a reverse Thor love and thunder where he's being replaced by Natalie Portman. Mm hmm. Is that really what's what? happening in Love and Thunder? She's becoming the new Thor. Oh, that's like right. She is. Yep, she mm. is becoming the new Thor. That's right. Not te not Tess. No, she's a queen of Asgard, um, but mm. not Thor. Yeah. <sighs> well, <laughs> maybe so maybe maybe the first couple of Thors just weren't Natalie's movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think so. I don't. I think she got yeah short shrifted a little. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you want Chris Hemsworth to be on bitching? Is that? Wow. I could see him and Jake. Well, he's just like a bigger Jake. Yeah, he's a bigger Jake. <laughs> he's on a bigger UCB, buffer Jake. Harold Knight. Oh, it would be who would yes. replace me on Harold Knight in particular? Uh, I don't know. No, that, I think that's the way Garrett was leaning. I think yeah. Garrett is basically saying Chris Hemsworth would replace you in your whole life, right? That's so I'd be I dating Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but be I so was, fun. I was specifically thinking more of a project. Let's say you're on a TV show or gotcha. Oh, I'm on a TV show. Yeah. All right, now you go, and I'll think of a better answer. No, I think you had a good answer. I don't know how we do as a writer. Which is probably why I would be affiliated oh, uh, with the TV show. But you know what? I bet everybody in the writer's room would really enjoy hanging out with him. Yeah. I bet he'd be like a treat. So I, if I was replaced with him, I would know that the room would be in good hands. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like this. Mm-hmm. And he'd eat a lot of the crafty. Probably almost as much as me. <laughs> People wouldn't know I was missing. Right. <laughs> um... That's I think <laughs> for me, I might say Sam Elliott. Ooh. Oh my old. goodness. He's and then old. I'd be dating a really old guy. <laughs> As if the 12 year age gap yeah. wasn't enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, just because I, I, uh, I like his vibe, his general demeanor, and I think he'd be an upgrade on everything that i do wow don't sell yourself long (laughs) (laughs) you just look you're looking for someone with a little gravitas he's got that deep voice but he's got a twinkle in his eye he's got the gravitas but he's a trickster he's got like a trickster kind of twinkle i think you've got tricksters on the brain today i've got tricksters on the brain and i've always got tricksters on the brain anybody excited for loki on disney plus it looks fun. Bit, yeah. yeah, looks fun. Yeah, Owen Wilson. I yeah. I any know. if I as long as I don't have to see more army stuff, I'm fine. <laughs> Are you burnt out after um, Winter Soldier? Is that what it was called? Falcon, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I watched it. I felt I don't know why I felt obligated to. I didn't have to do it, but I don't I don't like I don't like the army stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it gets kind of one note after a while. Yeah, I was pretty, I was like, these are hour long episodes and I'm still doing this. (laughs) (laughs) That's also hard because it's like, I mean, I hate to be talking about, you know, not enjoying the military and the Call of Duty segment, but. um, Oh, no, please. (laughs) (laughs) As far as Marvel goes and with anything that involves fantasy, it's like you can do literally anything and you still want to have like boring old military involved yeah which is like negligible in every marvel movie it's like the military the police force like they never make any difference at all even though i know it's like yeah talking about the role of the military and the government but still yeah i think they yeah i think i don't know they yeah they really love it and to quote ted lasso i'm just i don't have the same affinity for the american military as uh the writers for marvel do yeah yeah. Word for word, Ted Lasso. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, as far as the military and Marvel goes, um, 
I don't think it's as blatant as other blockbusters have done it. Uh, That's true. I think of the movie Godzilla, where every single branch of the military comes into play in one key moment during the story. <laughs> uh, but I hear you. There are characters like James Rhodes, yeah. a.k.a. Rhodey, a.k.a. War Machine, who is kind of just a government mouthpiece. Doesn't really have much of a character, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, because he's been in so many movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give somebody a shot at redemption with my choice something that inspired me to bring up this segment is um the video game destiny did you play that tyler no destiny was a game by bungie formerly from halo and it's uh i think kind of a looter shooter that's where you have a big open world and you collect guns and you get the better gun by opening more boxes and you go and you fight people and this and that that game when it came out in 2014 um it had peter dinklage as a lead character and he was your robot ai sidekick and i think shortly before the release of the game people were criticizing it because he sounded bored as a robot so they had him redo his lines they released the game peter dinklage re-recorded all his lines people still complained and so in the expansion pack they had the famous voiceover actor nolan north come in and do his lines but then they released a stealth update where nolan north redid all of his lines and now peter dinklage is not in the video game at all (laughs) and i think that is so bizarre and so i just want to say uh i think peter dinklage could replace me um as the new voice of ghost in call of duty (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good yeah he earned it he's a great actor you know but i think you'd be a great voice for ghost in call of duty don't don't do this garrett (laughs) all right let's do this (laughs) let's do this (laughs) uh how about you tyler I don't know, Jason Segel. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you gave up right away. That's <laughs> yeah. um, a. I guess that's a callback to an episode we did a while ago. But somebody said I <laughs> vaguely looked like him once, and I was like, I guess that's right. I don't know. I don't think it's true, but I don't think it's right. I don't see no, it. No, I think it, <laughs> no. may, it may have been the case when I was a little bit younger, but. I, even like then, six months ago younger six months ago younger yeah had to have been um but yeah i don't know but but i figure well put up or shut up live my life bud whoa wow so you're more like yours is the opposite of redemption yeah where you're more like testing jason seagal the or seagull seagull i think seagull yeah, Sieg- seagull seagull Seagull. You're like, I fucking dare you to live my life, you punk. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't. (laughs) Wow. You couldn't do this. Wow. You'd be sad. (laughs) Classic heel. Classic heel. (laughs) Uh, That's going to do it for the Cod Corner. Okay. No. Okay. Nick fell out of his chair. <laughs> oh, I'm back. All right, on to my segment. Uh, Nick did an old segment. I'll do an old segment too. 
This one is called I. So we've established I'm a bit of a heel, bit of a hater on the show, mm-hmm. um, and instead of shy away from that, I I have decided to lean all the way in. And this segment is of course called hates off to you. Um, this week my hate goes <laughs> off to not a video game, but the frame that I bought from the Goodwill that exploded. I so right now I am trying to frame all my prints uh that i have had for years and years and i'm like i'm gonna get them framed (laughs) i went to the goodwill i got this thing this thing seems so sturdy i put it up with strips it looked beautiful and it fell onto a pillow and the frame exploded this is ridiculous this will not stand my hate goes off to this picture frame wow what what kind of pillow it was like a, a big... metal pillow. Yeah, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was a big red pillow, and I was I I was truly mad about it for so long today. By exploded, do you now. mean that glass shards went everywhere? No, so just the frame. The okay, frame just kind of fell apart in four Whoa. pieces. Yes, it was awful. Um. Usually, this segment is, of course, about a video game, but I am too upset with this picture frame. Do not talk about it. Record it. <laughs> How much did you pay for the picture frame? Ten bucks. Wow. That is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you get it? It was, I said Goodwill, but I think it's technically out of the closet. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can continue shopping there, but just know that. Yeah. Your picture frames, if you get them there, might explode by the touch of a pillow. Wow. You must be really nervous to put your head down on that pillow. I know. (laughs) Worried you're going to shatter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if your head breaks in four pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I got nothing. I I, I had something and I forgot it. (laughs) Is there a game about framing things? Uh, no, we're not relating it to a video game. This Mario time. Sorry, Paint. Nick. <laughs> okay. Um, great segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Thank you. We yeah. all liked it. Okay. Glad I could get everybody involved. <laughs> well, let's get back on track by talking about a game. Our game of the week. Overcooked is a co-op cooking game developed by Ghost Town Games and published by Team 17. Players control cute little chefs in kitchens who must serve food to guests in a short span of time. The chefs must cook, clean, and serve food in a variety of crazy locales, from busy pedestrian crosswalks to icebergs, even out of outer space. Uh, Overcooked was inspired by um, the head of Ghost Town Games, Phil Duncan, who actually worked in professional kitchens, and is feeling that the need for cooperation in real kitchen settings made it feel like a video game. Uh, someone who works in kitchens myself sometimes, I can confirm this game does feel like work. (laughs) Uh, Released in 2016, Overcooked received positive reviews and spawned a sequel in 2018 and a collective remaster in 2020 for the new consoles, the Xbox Series S and the PlayStation 5. Rachel and Garrett, I understand you are fans of this game. We are. Yeah, it's a great game. We played it, what was it, the start of quarantine? Yeah, we played it quite a bit in the start of quarantine. And uh, 
I think it's nice because there is some strategy involved. Yes. But mm-hmm. it's not like so over the top that I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's very much involves communication. We've mm-hmm. talked to our couples therapist about this video game. <laughs> <laughs> And how it's, uh, uh, you know, good for us in communicating. Okay. Yeah. And it kind of takes me back to like my Mario party days in middle school where it, it kind of, I think for me, since I don't play video games very much, playing it as two player and it being like very stressful, almost brought back those like sleepover vibes, (laughs) you know, staying up all late and knowing it's kind of too late, but you keep on playing and you're all sweaty and. This is very fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let me ask this because, in my experience, the conflict that can come from this game is that there are different stations. Like yes. I said in the the uh, summary, so one person might be chopping vegetables, another person might be cleaning dishes, someone else might be compiling the food. Do you ever have issues of somebody wandering into a station where they maybe shouldn't be? Do you agree beforehand, like, I'm going to cook and chop, or I'm going to clean and serve? I'd say it's level dependent. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll usually play, play through the level once. And if we don't win immediately, then it's time to develop a strategy. And sometimes that strategy is like, uh, you know, I do one thing, you do one thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's that we're running around and really just communicating the whole time saying, I, you know, just being like a good defense in basketball. You're always communicating, always calling out what you see, always uh, calling out what I'm going to do, what you think the other person should do. They should make a basketball video game. They should make a basketball video <laughs> game. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. That'd be wild. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, and, and just like no ego. Yeah, I mean, a nice thing is like, I don't, I don't know if any couples are like, this game destroyed us. But like, we actually like, if somebody screws up, it's just like, oh, no, but (laughs) I don't feel like we've ever like gotten in a big fight over it. No. And it's nice because when Garrett's on your team, then he can't play the heel. (laughs) Because he's your teammate. Sure. And that's what actually makes playing the game with Garrett enjoyable, as opposed to most games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Interesting. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there are times where one of us will wander into the other person's, but we'll usually either it works and it's celebrated, or it doesn't work. And the person that does it is like, my bad. Mm-hmm. It sounds like maybe Nick and I need to play this together. You um, guys, yeah, it's really I think it would be good together. for you guys. Yeah. yeah, could be good for us. Yeah. Well, Tyler and I both have restaurant experience. We we're talking earlier on the stream later for the listener about uh, working at Domino's Pizza, and that's a place. And also, I worked at Jimmy John's. Both of those restaurants have very specific stations. Yeah. When you're mm-hmm. there, you're doing one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, what's your overcooked experience? My overcooked experience is that it stresses me the hell out. Uh, <laughs> it, I think it, it like I've 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 played it a couple times. Um, each time it's been after a shift. It was like to the point where like, like I know I've played it enough. Like usually Nick and I will sort of like ref- if we haven't played a game, we will like refresh ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Um, and if we have, it's like oh, it's nice to go back. This one, 
I am like, I did not go back to, I did not play it. I was like, I remember this game. I remember it stressed me out. And I looked at, (laughs) I looked at that like little uh, stills of it. And I was like, yep, bringing back anxiety. Wow. Um, This game is triggering for you. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, And it's like, it's nice when it's, but it's, it's that thing where that games do is that it starts off kind of easy and then it gets harder and that is like you know like every shift at like a, a terrible restaurant i've worked at it was like oh things are going to be okay today oh this is yeah. pretty easy and then it's just the worst thing you've ever experienced and then your day is ruined but i guess that's interesting though because i feel like i when I, I worked at the uh chicken wrap station in college mm-hmm. and i feel like we've also garrett and i worked in production at the edinburgh fringe festival and Ooh. i feel like i i like like the trance you get into same when you're like in a groove and you're doing the thing and it's like you know you're working with other people and it it just feels like more like a trance state mm-hmm. kind of i yeah. i worked uh i mean i i only i i was only in it for a year but I worked at a uh, as a barista at like a high end, uh, popular brunch spot in New York's Lower East Village, and you know like Saturdays and Sundays it was a trance. And like I think part of it is like it, I was just like uh, it wasn't. I was only there for a year. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't like my lively you know like my goal or anything. But like I was right. loving it and just like in this even when like i would get in the weeds and like everything was falling apart around me it just felt i don't know yeah like that. i've i've certainly been but this is the thing that you guys brought up that is about uh like when everybody's working as a team that is amazing yes that's like then that that's when that's when a trance is like that i i know the trance yes. i like the trance but I've also been in like one person kitchens or working mm-hmm. with like a whole staff that is awful and will yeah. not help. And it is like, that's what that reminds me of because yeah. I've only mm. played this game alone, maybe. And oh, is... Tyler, no. <laughs> um, so maybe if I would have played it with somebody else, that would have been fine. To but... that point, this game is extremely hard to play by yourself. Yes. I bet, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You are given two chefs that you can switch between, but you can't uh. really control them at the same time. So oh you might God. put one on chopping, but then you have the other one, you run them over to the kitchen, and then you go back to chopping, and it is very stressful by yourself. Yeah. Well, and, and the way this game gets harder is like, you know like stuff that you wouldn't encounter in a it's just like the kitchen gets harder it's like suddenly the kitchen is on two cars that like (laughs) separate at certain moments and or like connect to each other or like the rooms rotates and yeah classic kitchen i've been there before okay uh yeah (laughs) but like i said i only spent a year working yeah right yeah you you might not know this yeah a lot of them separate at the middle and then come back every now and again (laughs) yeah tyler i think you gotta play this with a bud i think Mm -hmm. i do too yeah um yeah two of you i don't think it was meant to be a solo game no because it it's a game and i think this is what i like about it it's a game where you're supposed to be chatting yep yes sure yeah it's true uh on the idea of crazy levels the second game has one of my favorite levels where you start, I think you're serving spaghetti in a hot air balloon and <laughs> you're making food. And then partway through the level, the kitchen starts to go 
on fire and you can't put it out. I think lightning strikes the hot air balloon. So you're trying to cook around this fire. Eventually the balloon pops and you fall down into the kitchen of a sushi restaurant and then have to start making sushi. <laughs> I loved that so much. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me realize that we've only played the first yeah, one. Yeah, we've only played the first yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. And we, did we beat it? No, I think we, we didn't beat the yeah, last we played the boss yet. a bunch. The onion king. No, no, the onion king is who you, he's our friend. He's our he's friend. friend. The monster onionzilla. Yeah, whatever. whatever his name was. Yeah, but I think we got to the point where like, yeah, we know what to do. Yeah, we need to take a break. Yeah. Well, we actually we watch so we watched, on YouTube yeah. you can watch people who have played the most perfect game of Overcooked. Oh, yeah. and it's wow. truly insane to yes. watch. Okay. Yeah. That is that's pretty wild. Can I can I ask? Has anybody played Cooking Mama? Any of no. the Cooking Mama games? I've played a Cooking Mama. So <laughs> that's a nice, relaxing one. That's one that I like. That's Tell us the game. differences. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is mini games. It's like uh, so Love like it. yes. I bought. I have one for Switch, which I I think you can get a physical copy, but there was like a whole thing you can't really. It, they don't they don't sell it anymore. You can get it for like PS4 now, I believe. But it's little it's like mini games, and uh, you, there's Cooking Mama there. She's 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 got a, a cute little bandana on, and she's like, we're gonna make some recipes, and you just make all these different recipes, and you're like, you know, like chop the carrots, and you have little motion controls. You just go chop up a carrot. It's like pour it into a bowl. That I like. There's a timer, so it's a little stressful, but it's like it's I don't know. Yeah, food's not great. running away from you. There's yes. like mm -hmm. somebody there rooting for you the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and she does. But she will say, uh, uh, she will let you know when you have have fucked up pretty bad. Um, really? Is she like you fucking idiot? She, no, she like <laughs> she her eyes uh, uh, completely become flames and like. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I think she. I can't. I don't think she said you made Mama angry, but it's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like it should. Uh, yeah, it is. It's. I'm. It's pretty close to that. Yeah. Wow. That sounds awesome. I want to check out I that know. game. Cooking Mama's great. Um, Tyler, I got a question. Have you ever? Uh, put a Nintendo Switch game in your mouth. What? <laughs> this is old hat, but we've never talked about it on here. They designed Switch cartridges to taste particularly bad to stop little kids from putting them in their mouth. But all it did was make a bunch of middle-aged gamers try it just to see what they would taste like. And isn't that old, like Nintendo's been doing that since the beginning? I thought maybe I know it... that the switch was notable for it. Hey, please go ahead. Oh, no, because there's this chemical compound that I have used uh, at work uh, at Smosh called Bitrix. I, I don't I can't think of the actual chemical compound of it, but the brand name is Bitrix. And it's the most bitter substance uh, that a person can taste. And and I thought like it was like famous, like one of the things it was famous for is like Nintendo cartridges. Oh. Now this whole time I thought Nick was like, Nick was asking if I was a baby. I was like, oh, do you put your stuff in your mouth? I honestly <laughs> thought Nick was setting up like a cookie mama punter joke. I know. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I'm not that clever. I planned the Fallout one days in advance. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I'm going to taste this cartridge. You're going to do it oh, no. for this audio medium? I guess it's we can hear Mario you go, Kart. It's bad. <laughs> it's like, there is, it was like it could have gone either way your face did not change i also like I that know. you delicately dabbed it yeah yeah it wasn't like you really put it in your mouth i'd say you more put your tongue on the game yeah i might uh might get some sour cream dip for that later <laughs> do you have any other older nintendo cartridges uh, not around me i only okay. have discs I'm just curious. Something, right? I have an old N64 cartridge, but I don't Eat want it. To... Do you want me to do it? What Can is I it? Do it now. Yeah. Uh, I have a copy of. Um... <laughs> Super Mario 64. Oh, great! But it's also like caked in like dirt. Because <laughs> uh, I got this from my dad's recently, so it's going to. It's like it might just taste like dirt. Yeah. That's fair. He's going for it. You're kissing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does taste bad. Okay. Does it, it taste like... like dirt? No, there was that bitter. It was like, yeah. Wow. Of dirt. That did suck. I shouldn't have wow. done that. <laughs> You're going to need some sour yeah, I'm gonna need some cream for that thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, should it... we taste something bad? I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Do we have? Oh, well, we've got this poison. <laughs> we've got yeah. a dog. Okay. Taste his ear. Well, honestly, I kiss him all the time. And I know. He eats cat a, shit, yeah, so. that's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've you've passed. Okay, thank you. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll lick his butthole. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. It really was a bit. That was bitter. It's still there. Yeah. yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Hmm. Now it's I'm awful. curious. I wish we had something like that I'm, that I could try. I I mean I might have the chemical at work I could bring home. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just a now or never kind of moment. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I'll I'll drop some by later. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if Jeremy oh, was still yeah. living with us, we could grab. I know. Oh yes, friend of the show, Jeremy Schmidt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um this guy should we start the rumor? This guy's sucking on switch cartridges all the time. <laughs> I actually don't like to gossip about my friends. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. okay. I feel this bad. Well, you were gossiping about the ghost guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had a whole segment for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I'm in. <laughs> Jeremy sucks. No, no. <laughs> we didn't say that. That's not what we That's said. That's what you said. No, we... <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, we said he sucks cartridges because yeah. he likes bitter taste. Oh. No, um, he doesn't actually do that, no, to no. my knowledge. My room roommate is a robot. He drinks piss. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, we're not doing this on the main show. <laughs> Sometimes uh, he makes appearances on the stream. But anyway. Yeah. Uh... Subscribe to the Patreon <laughs> if you want to be upset. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, overcooked. Um I did used to play it, but I actually would play with three or four people, which I feel oh, like I was the best way to play it. Because mm -hmm. then, yeah. just like you're saying, Rachel, you get to chit chat, but also 
everybody has their own station if you move it's on you at that point yeah mm -hmm. uh yeah we were going to play it with some friends but yeah we just never got around to it i know yeah i felt like we were kind of ships in the dark where yeah everybody like kind of played overcooked at different times yeah. and we never quite mm -hmm. overlapped overcooked not overlapped oh overcooked i remember um overlapped is the track one um <laughs> that was a joke i planned <laughs> um i remember a friend was telling me about overcooked and i was like yeah yeah okay i'll play it and i started playing and then i went back to her and i was like we're playing overcooked we love it and then she looked at me like i was crazy i <laughs> Like she was like overcooked, what? And I was like, yeah, the game you told us to play, we love it. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was so insane. Felt wow. so gaslit. Yeah. I hope you cut her out of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty solidly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now that said, my friends and I did burn ourselves out on it because my friend group. Uh, from high school, I'll shout them out. We got Connor, we got Dan, we got Jack, we got Reed. A bunch of us actually did work at Jimmy John's together. Mm. And so while we had that nice communal experience and it helped to an extent with this game, mm -hmm. at the same time, it did start to feel like we were just back working in the kitchen, but without any sandwiches, no free smells. No free smells, <laughs> no free deli slices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One for the sandwich, one for Nick. One time I did that. My uh, uh, this guy Deva was showing me how to work the slicer in the back, and he was like, "You eat the bad ones." And so he ate one, and then he was like, "You try it." So I cut a thing, and it was kind of bad. So I tried it. Immediately, the boss walked by. He was like, "Nick, stop! Change your gloves." Just that sucks so yep. bad. He set you up. Yeah. I hope you sliced him out of your life. <laughs> uh i literally sliced him with the machine oh good good served him that day <laughs> <laughs> what is a really what? long deli yeah. slice. <laughs> yeah. what's your what's everybody's favorite dish to make an overcooked oh that's a great question a great Thank question you. um in two i did really like sushi I think I really like sushi in real life. So just <laughs> chopping up the fish, some cucumber, some avocado, put it in a roll. That's great. I like a burger too. Aesthetically, I just like the look of a burger. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the burgers too. Yeah. I, was I like say making the burgers. burgers. Soup, I think, is what stresses me out the most. Yeah. 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 I like. I like make I like like having like a bunch of things on the burner for the mm. burgers as you know you know before orders you know even come in but I know there's going to be meat need to be cooked so I don't know that's satisfying to me. I also think too the burgers are fun because uh they're like the most variable I feel like like you can get a burger that doesn't have like tomatoes and lettuce on it and then you get one that has everything or whatever yeah. and i think that makes it kind of more fun where soup it's like you know what you're in for yeah. there's no variety you've got to put three mushrooms in it it's gonna burn it yeah. sucks yeah um can i say my favorite cooking mama dish yes <laughs> yeah. you don't have to say yeah anything don't worry don't worry don't uh 
it's either the mochi ice cream balls or the uh, seafood soup. What do you have to do to make those? So uh, the ice cream one is fun because it's a lot of like rolling. Um, mm-hmm. And the seafood one is fun because it's a lot of flipping in a, in a pan, but you're doing mm-hmm. the motions of it. Yeah. There's a lot of seafood and it's very challenging, the seafood one. Um, but when you but when you really get it right, mama loves it. <laughs> does she have big like stars or hearts in her eyes? Yes, she does. She gets little sparkles and she goes, Oh my god, I love it. Um <laughs> that would be Do you so miss validating. your mom? Um yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's uh you know she might cook pretty well who knows yeah you just talk about mama so much i'm kind of like you know what void is she filling <laughs> this cooking mama um yeah you're cooking mama yeah i did go out of my way to get this game for switch um <laughs> maybe <laughs> the heel is coming undone i know <laughs> no but i mean you know my, she's also a b word um yeah. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, what, what are, this is, you know, this is a game about cooking. What would you guys say are your mom's best dishes? Like your actual mom, like if you're going to go home tonight and she's going to cook your favorite dish, what Mm. would it be? Okay. Now we'll see who's the true mama's boy, me or Nick. My mother, by her own admission, is not an amazing cook. Now, she also calls herself the leftover queen because she can (laughs) repackage leftovers into new dishes. Uh, I'll finish this, but I want to hear that we had an audience reaction I want to dive deeper into. Um, So I think my favorite dish of hers is a repackaged leftover. My what I say is my favorite fruit food, (laughs) my fruit. Um, It's a dish called deep fried almond chicken. It's a Chinese regional dish regional to Michigan that somehow ended up in uh, my hometown of Federal Way, Washington. And it is basically like chicken cutlet breaded cut up covered in almonds and then this nuclear orange chicken gravy i've never been able to find the recipe for it's so good but she mixes it with eggs the morning after we have it and that's my favorite dish Mm -hmm. that's pretty good that's pretty good yeah uh now quickly garrett you pointed at rachel when you said leftover queen because rachel is a leftover queen i love leftovers and i'll also say conversely i think i'm really good at always having like a catalog of all the food we have yeah like Mm -hmm. garrett's you know, Garrett's a more patient cook than I am. And he's just a better cook than I am. Um, but I feel like I'm really good at kind of being resourceful and I can like kind of piece things together at the last minute. What What have you pieced together recently? I mean, I feel like I made a, it, it's hard because we're just coming off of a week of having no food I and know. me cooking, not, like neither of us cooking anything. I feel like I made a bowl the other day that was pretty good. Um, Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a good bowl. Probably had like, I've been doing um, like, like olive oil roasted potatoes in the oven. And then I'll put that with like cauliflower rice and then, I don't know beans whatever yeah, I yeah. i'm like bragging about it i can't even remember a thing i've made uh, this was a fun thing i made but 
I made it intentionally. I made an all purple foods dinner one time. Oh, okay. so I had purple cauliflower, Japanese eggplant, and purple yams. Oh, that, that sounds good. delicious. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Tyler, what is your mom's best dish? Um, <laughs> she she makes mochi like, ice cream. Mochi ice cream. <laughs> seafood soup. soup. Um. <laughs> She makes a good. There's, I think it's from like a in like a like an older cookbook, but she's been making it the same way. It's like two dishes she's been making the same way, and she will be like, whenever I go visit her, she will either make a beef stroganoff, which is very good, mm-hmm. or a uh, or, or a sukiyaki, which is like a Japanese sort of soup, sort of you know mm-hmm. uh, noodle yeah. dish. It's good. Those are two great choices. Yeah, damn, yeah. both Rachel, noodles but... and meat. <laughs> love nudes and meats because mm-hmm. um, your mom makes a lot of good food my mom's an incredible cook okay. um so it's hard to kind of like pick one yeah. thing because every time i come home and she makes something i feel like my mind's like what this could be a thing like this sounds really simple but like something she does that i think is really cool is like she makes killer salads with most of the stuff she makes so she made this amazing like not that flashy, but a broccoli potato soup. And she put in like spicy cheese and pepitas on top. And like those two little ads, like totally made it like a fancy soup and not sure. like a basic soup. And then with salads, something she's doing, you guys ever make salads? It's a cool thing is uh, she doesn't have to use that much dressing because what she'll do is she'll like cut all the stuff that's going to go on top of the salad and lets it sit in the fridge ahead of time. So you cut like the mushrooms, the tomatoes, the cucumbers, and then you cover it with like salt and an oil. So like balsamic or olive oil or whatever. And so all the flavors come out when it's sitting in the fridge so that by the time you put it on the salad, it's like, you don't even have to use that much oil. That's like perfectly dressinged. She's, She's amazing. She really is. Sounds delicious. That is yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I think, I mean, uh, for like day to day, I think my mom, it's going to sound also kind of lame, but like I, she makes really good eggs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, okay. Just like all sorts, uh, mostly scrambled, but like, uh, like, uh, uh, yeah, or like um, omelets and stuff. She's, I don't know. She she's uh, taking you know she does it the right way, uh, and she she does it purposefully. You know, every step is purposefully done to make these really good eggs. I also really like my mom's like baklava. She's Greek, and so she makes a good baklava. That's a family's recipe. Uh, That's that's pretty good. She does. uh, She makes it during the holidays, so I haven't had it in a while. But um, sure. Your dad cooks more than your mom, my, too. Yeah, my dad cooks a lot. Uh, growing up, uh, one of my favorite things that he would make and one of his favorite things to make, and he's not at all Cuban, but he loved to make Cuban rice and beans uh, with, like, a side of fried plantains and, like, the rice and coconut uh, milk and black beans. and Yeah, okay. just, like, a lot of Cuban spices in there. And, uh, yeah, it was great. It was really good didn't know we were going to cheat talk about dads um yeah my dad it? cooks a lot rachel of brought it up rachel brought it wait, up wait wait do your dads cook no <laughs> okay. mine does i'm sorry to like 
you know, be like oh my God. taking control of the podcast. <laughs> no, this is... Oh, I was going to ask everybody's like dad disaster dinner is. Hmm. I got one. Okay. Uh, my dad, this is a, a Costanza family lore uh, story. And my parents listen to this. So I'm sure they'll like hearing it. But my dad once got a giant chicken pot pie i think it was from costco but you know those are insanely good they're so good they're so good but they're massive yeah he they spent so much time in the oven he pulled it out put it on a pull out counter but it wasn't pulled out far enough and it fell face first on the ground and our dog ate it <sighs> and he was so upset yeah because you have to wait like an hour for that yeah. thing to bake that is so I sad know. That was dinner, and it was my dog's dinner. That's a disaster, oh, doggy no. dinner. Uh, I don't have any. My dad never. Yeah, I've got my own disaster dinners I've made, but no. no. Uh, Tyler? No, uh, no. My dad. Uh, my dad will cook small things, but I don't think he's ever fucked up that bad. He's like he, he's he. he That's had, my dad. You're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we're pitting them against each other. I forgot. <laughs> My cooking daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, tell a, I'll tell a I'll tell a nice story. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was. Oh, Rachel's real dad. quick. My dad, my dad doesn't really cook either. And mm. I don't think he ha it's like a shame because I think I learned he doesn't really have a sense of taste, uh, oh, no. which is crazy with having my mom as a cook. They're divorced now. Um, <laughs> But my dad, once we had leftover chili and leftover spaghetti sauce in the fridge and I was pulling out some chili and I noticed my dad like eating from a bowl. I was like, dad, where are you eating? And he was like, it's chili. And I like looked and like the chili was like pretty undisturbed. And I saw a giant <laughs> crater in this spaghetti sauce bowl. <laughs> so my dad was just chill eating a whole bowl of spaghetti sauce for lunch. <laughs> Didn't even realize it. That's one of the few things that that makes me gag is just like cold. <laughs> it looked like you were going through something there. Yeah. Oh, that's truly terrible. It's this is this. We've recorded two shows tonight, and I almost gagged on the last one, too. <laughs> oh, no. I'm you gagged so more sorry. at that story than you did licking a video game cartridge. And that's still in my mouth. I can still <laughs> taste it. Wait, Nick, what's the sweet story yeah. you're going to tell? Because Tyler may, like, you know, Tyler needs you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. This isn't... Uh, a singular moment story but i will say my dad has always been the cook of the family growing up and he is uh, italian american from new jersey um my grandmother uh his mother was uh, i think second generation italian american and she was the classic italian grandmother who would always be she'd lived her life above a pot of spaghetti sauce essentially just stirring it and he she handed down those recipes to him he's uh, made attempts to hand them down to me but he will always make uh you know italian meatballs his big dish is eggplant parmesan <gasps> that's little, my that's favorite oh so good dad we need you uh <laughs> He also makes stuffed mushrooms, lots of great um, dishes. And uh, that's just been a constant in my life. 
and that's something I very much value that uh, mm. he has these uh, specific cultural skills. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I feel like um, I feel like growing up in a family with a good cook is like important to like, I think like you could tell because like, uh, like people from that family, like really, really care about food. Like my dad's parents were Dutch immigrants and mm-hmm. like my oma would like just put like would salt like a boiled potato and that was like dinner and it's like oh it's no surprise that like to my dad uh food isn't as important as to my mom where like everybody in her family is an amazing cook well it's it's interesting though because my dad his parents like no awful cooks Mm -hmm. like his mom had no sense of taste well, and she just smokes and drinks wine. Yeah, exactly. She never eats. She never eats. <laughs> yeah. And so she just like, you know, boil. Growing up, it was like boiled Brussels sprouts to the point of like, you know, they yeah. were like, you know, it's just like a soup, on, like a mush on your plate of Brussels sprouts. Like, but my dad, you know, loves good food now. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, but I think I, yeah, I think, and he does a lot of cooking. My mom, you know, my grandpa on my mom's side, but he was Greek and just loved food. And, mm. Yeah, so you said your grandma on. just smokes and drinks? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go for it, Tyler. What, uh, what is she, the me of this podcast? Is that what you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> I could uh, tell Nick wanted to make it, and then he made me say it out I thought you wanted to. I was no. trying to lob you up a, a easy dunk. Nice. I don't know, basketball. If only oh. they made a video game for it. I, I know. Mm-hmm. They, I bet they will after they hear this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know now, what? The, yeah. Anyone can have it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're throwing that idea out there. Now, Rachel Van Ness and Garrett Palm, sounds like you're fans of Overcooked. Yeah. Yeah, that might be right. Yeah. What, have you ever been inside Overcooked? I mean, uh, our characters that we've played controlled through controllers have been inside Overcooked. No, but I mean, like, have you literally ever been inside Overcooked? You know, I don't think I have. Like the computer that it's playing? Good Lord. Um, He's not getting it. He's not getting it. Rachel, could you? Could you? Yeah. Can you quit doing this bit so we can (laughs) record it? Why yeah, do you have to blow up my spot? Because I know you're smart and you're acting <laughs> dumb. <laughs> now everybody listening is going to think you're really dumb. Well, but now they're going to think that I would go out of my way to do a dumb bit like this. That's not working. You think that's cool? Well, no, I, I, I don't think it's cool now. I think it was cool when it wasn't called out. I think it was, I think I was being funny. How do we get out of here? (laughs) Rachel and Garrett, it sounds like you're fans of Overcooked, but have you ever been inside Overcooked? (laughs) No. Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, cool. Well, we sent you reactivators. (laughs) We were thinking we could all go explore the game together. Oh. Oh, here it is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, in the usually, mail. <laughs> usually we do a thing where we talk about there's a package and you have to open it and we won't tell you what it is and it, it turns out it's a reactivator but i just thought we told well, we just right already now. did yeah we already opened it yeah wow that was very that we was... opened it a little early i'm sorry that's okay yeah and uh i just want to do a quick podcast clarification july diaz said that you put on a helmet to go in the reactivator i want to say that's not canon to our show 
Okay, oh. so what am I supposed to do with this bra? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. Did you send her a bra? <laughs> How is this not related? <laughs> uh, 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 here we go. I, uh, hey, uh, thanks for thanks guys for joining me at this restaurant. This is my favorite restaurant because they make it so hard for the chefs. Uh, they really like uh, they really make it like uh, difficult. Like they light the hot air balloon on fire as they're trying to cook. So they're going to be falling down into the restaurant any second then, yeah. or as soon as they get our order. Yeah, yeah. So we'll put in our order and yeah. Yeah, Wait, sorry, we're we're eating here and a hot air balloon is going to fall through the roof. Yes. But this is that's what I love about this place. They, you know, like, you know, it's a good chef when they have to, like, you know, go through all these obstacles. Well, I was reading in the news that they've lost 10 chefs this week. Yes. Died. Yeah. Not like lost them. Don't know where they are. Well, that the many died balloons. and they lost 20. They, yeah, they lost 20 because <laughs> the hot air balloons just kept going. They don't know where they are. Uh, it sounds like you guys are super excited about it. I, I don't want to be a buzzkill or anything, but it's just this mm -hmm. is our first dinner since college. It's been a few years, and I thought we'd just get a nice meal and get to catch up. Yeah, though no, this is going to be a nice meal and catch up. You know? No, yeah. I'm ex Yeah, no, I'm excited to hang out and catch up with you all, you know? Yeah, I'm super excited. So this is... Did I read that? I thought maybe the text was a mistake, but so my each person's meal is six hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, but you're paying for the you know, insurance. life insurance. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, for the me. for the widows of the and widowers of the the chefs. Yeah. Excuse me, folks. Just wanted to come by the table and okay. say, uh, we're just it's just going to be a little bit longer. One of the chefs has uh, fallen off the hot air balloon. Uh, what? Yes. Uh, but don't worry, we we have uh, somebody to replace replace him right away. So he's just going through a quick training, and and then we'll we'll uh, we'll get uh, we'll, we'll get your orders going. Uh, awesome. Quick, Thank you. A quick question. Oh. Yeah. Is it a fixed menu? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, it is. <sighs> okay. And where where we eating? Well, burgers and sushi. Uh, oh. Okay. Is something wrong? I'm asking questions about the food. Something about being here just makes me feel like I'm along for the ride, but I, I just can't get out of my head that somebody died on well, shift here. And I've got a, I've got a, I mean, kind of related to what Nick has just brought up is that mm -hmm. um, I've got a dead chef next to me who kind of fell through the roof oh, God, uh, as we were walking up. I'm so what? Lucky. I mean, you can sit here. He's smashed all over the place. Well, um, is somebody going to come? Yes. Get... Sorry. This yes. spaghetti sauce is pretty good, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that I don't know how that got here. Did somebody give that to you? No, I just found some spaghetti sauce in my cup. I've been, I've been sucking it down. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not on the menu. Don't know how you know outside food, please. I don't really, I don't have much of a sense of taste. So I guess I'm not upset about the fixed okay. menu. 
Um, to answer your question, uh, yes, someone will be by to uh, clean up the dead body. Uh, unfortunately, that uh, specific dead body was uh, the maintenance person. So uh, oh. we are hiring another maintenance person. He's in training right now, and okay. he will be out just about as soon as uh, uh, the chef starts working on your food. Do you guys remember Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, the Broadway musical, yes. the Spider-Man musical mm-hmm. where people would go to like, you know, hopefully something would go awry in the show and like Spider-Man would crash into something. This is, you know, this satisfies the same thing for me. Do mm. you get what I, yeah. That's a, uh. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. You're you thrill it? seeking. You want to see something happen. You're not necessarily rooting for someone over. to get hurt, but you want to see some something yeah. that's not supposed to happen staged. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just feels a little. Oh, oh no! 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 <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been here so many times and never actually seen it happen in person. Oh my god. Yeah, no, our, our food didn't even come. There's just another dead. Little. And spaghetti sauce everywhere. <laughs> hey, this is blood. <laughs> what? What? Be drinking blood? <laughs> what about this bone? I guess the bone marrow is the best part. Suck it out like this. <laughs> it's great. It's a delicacy. Okay, this is too far for me. Uh, oh, Nick finally starts liking it, and you. Yeah, you will know because he's <laughs> Nick's becoming a cannibal here i like this place <laughs> uh, uh cut to the hot air balloon where all the chefs are frantically uh getting food together somebody give me some rice quick <laughs> rice over here tossing it Oop. <laughs> got back to the restaurant <laughs> Yeah. What do you think they're doing up there? <laughs> I bet they, I bet they're like, they have like, in, you know, working in a kitchen, you got to be a thrill seeker and just like, I don't know, don't they all do cocaine? And I bet they're all doing cocaine and it's really scary and yeah. they're all just like screaming, just at, screaming each other. at each Cut other. Cut back up to the hot air balloon. <laughs> hey, want to see a picture of my kitten? <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, come on, boys. Gather around on the beanbags. Okay. Ooh, Ooh. this is comfy. The rice yeah. catches on fire. We can make another <laughs> pot. Cut back down to the restaurant. <laughs> good water. It is good water. <laughs> I like I think- color. We cut back up. <laughs> Hey guys, everybody, I hope you don't mind. I brought my mom to work today. Aww, oh, that's, so that's nice. very sweet. Yeah. What's her what's your name? Cooking Mama. <laughs> Hi Mama, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Mama. Mama says it's nice to meet you. <laughs> Isn't she oh, the Mom, greatest, guys? Her eyes are twinkling. There's sparkles coming out of her eyes. I am a happy mama. <laughs> oh, 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 no. I so just dropped some seafood. Oh, no. 
<laughs> She's on fire! <laughs> oh, <laughs> we see no. two, two people go off the sides. <laughs> Come back to the restaurant. Dunk, dunk. <laughs> oh. Two more bodies right on our table. God, this is this is exactly everything that I hoped it would be. You know, I've come here anyway, Nick. So you're getting a divorce, right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry to hear about that, man. Oh. oh. Huh? huh? We, see, we see Nick's wife is dining across the <laughs> across the room. Oh God. Oh. Oh, oh wait. Oh, my gosh, she's here. Is that she's her? She's here. Uh, this is so uncomfortable. I'm gonna go say something to him. I'll be right back. <clears throat> okay, it's well, be... be quick, because that's you know, like it's just yeah, it's, we're, you're here for us, and we've got your back. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. <clears throat> <clears throat> hey. <clears throat> oh boy. Uh... Yes, I am cooking, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? What? <laughs> You moved on that quickly? Yeah, Cooking Mama, she's a great sparkly personality. When you're on her good side. <laughs> Does she know you've been canceled? <sighs> Are you no! on blast in front of my friends and GF? Yeah, okay, I got recast. Tell them more! My replacement's coming in right now, so he's gonna have dinner with you, and then I'm, I guess I'll just take off. So it was nice. Hi, I'm Nick's replacement, Sam Elliott. <laughs> you sound far less boring. Um, or bored. Bored. Oh yeah, I can also do another take if you want me to sound more excited. Oh, hey guys, it's your waiter, Chris Hemsworth. I recast uh, Tyler. <laughs> I always forget you're Australian. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the most pronounced accent. I guess I'm going to go sit back at my table. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, hey, so... Um, we're out of lettuce on the Vegas. <laughs> so, uh, no lettuce. And I'd like another cup of spaghetti sauce, which is just blood and bones. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He knows. Well, we'll just uh, wait. I think I see another couple bodies uh, coming in from the hot air balloon. This is just a mess. Anyway, my divorce isn't taken. <laughs> did you tell Nick off? Did you did you go over there and give him a piece of your mind? I tried. I tried to tell his new piece that he was uh, canceled even, and they just kept replacing each other. Well, that's what happens when you get canceled. Anyways... We haven't been we haven't eaten anything in a while. Do you want one of my Nintendo cartridges? Oh, I keep oh, yeah, them in I my purse. To, I've heard they're great. I've never tried one myself. You you have to try them. I eat them oh. all the time. If they had dip on the table, I'd dip it in now. 
Oh, a nice sour cream dip. Oh my gosh, is that my ex-wife eating all the Nintendo <laughs> cartridges? Guys, we can't let her get away with this. <laughs> my boots are full of Nintendo cartridges. Quick, eat more. Okay, Nick. <laughs> oh, these are so bitter. So bitter. Probably covered in bitrix. <laughs> are they eating... Are they also eating they Nintendo also cartridges? They're also eating Nintendo cartridges. They're, e they're eating Nintendo 64 cartridges, not like your Switch cartridges. They're eating bigger ones. All right, time to bring out the big guns. Okay, go get the big guns. <laughs> they're just Nintendo cartridges, Super oh. Nintendo cartridges. The hot air balloon crashes through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Palm and Rachel Van Ness, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, check out Eat It or Yeet It on Smosh. And if you follow it, follow at, what's your Instagram? Garrett Palm? Oh, G -Palm? my GPalm79 on Instagram, Garrett Palm on Twitter. Follow at gpalm79 on Instagram if you want cute pics of our dog, Dean. Oh, yeah. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Vaness Express or on Instagram, but I seldom post. <laughs> uh, thanks again. This was a delight to have you here to talk about all our cooking experiences. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza. And as always, there will be a companion stream on Twitch at Nick Costanza every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Tyler? Yeah, schnup69, Instagram and Twitter. Um, follow us on the Patreon uh, for $5 just once. Uh, you get two extra shows. Um, you get the weekly stream podcast. And then you get Stario Chart, which is, of course... Uh, uh, where we talk about uh, loosely video games and astrology, and it is it's getting it's getting pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to our producer Lindsay Deming and our stream producer Brent Flyberg for making this show slap. This has been another episode of Reactivators. See you next time. Wah wah. Wah. Wah.